0: I went on a tour the other day, and they take, huh? I went on the tour with uh, Janaki and uh, John, and they take you around Lower but also, there were so many places that Baba put himself in seclusion, it's, it's, it's almost like every building you go to down there that he was secluded, but those are the ones that people don't live in now, well, there's seven, eight places What can we do?
1: He was very (laughs) fond of
0: seclusion. Still he is fond of it. And that's the reason why he is not visible to us. He is in seclusion now. Yeah, you choose any place, you know. Anything and everything that is associated with him has a stamp. That's all. Otherwise it has no importance whatsoever you're yeah, something. Well, I wanted to ask you: Were you uh, you were with Baba when he went on his travels? When he left, uh, For you know, new life for the new life. Yeah. Can you tell yeah. me about that a little bit? Have you read the book called The Tales of New Life? It's an interesting thing. But what can we say about a new life? What can I tell you about it? Simple thing that. On the surface, it was that he told us that those who are prepared to follow him and live the new life, they should be prepared to live a life of helplessness and hopelessness. And follow me. And any order, good or bad, that I give you, carry the order implicitly, without any question. Why? Wherefore? without expectation of spiritual or material reward. It will be a life of beggary. And if you fall ill on the wayside, you will be left behind to meet your own fate, left without any help. So those who are prepared to follow me may do so. That's how it was. And all those who had assembled in the hall there at Mehrabad, I don't know whether you, where Muhammad lives now. Yes. That was the hall where we had gathered there. They, they said, "Yes, we will follow you at all costs." So there were people who, of course, were known for that they won't be able to go from here to Ahmadnagar, you see, on foot. Let alone go out indefinitely. So Baba yes. had to sort them out and give them different duties. And about, how many, 24 were with us on, in, in new life. 22 men, 4 women. 22 men and and 4 women. Uh, a complete Baba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To start. Life of helplessness and hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And for first few months, He took us to a place called Belgam. It's 250 miles from here and it was first camping ground and said that we are going to camp here and it will be a sort of a training period. One of the most important orders was that whatever be the calamity that befalls any one of the ones in the new life, they should never, well, have what do you call it? Uh, There should be a smile on the face in short yeah and any order i give you must be carried out implicitly immediately so in order to train you for that piece, for that purpose because if either of these two orders are broken then you will be sent back so that you may not be sent back we will spend some time here as a training period so he trained us and what sort of training was there because nothing. He didn't say that, well, he didn't hold a cane or a stick or a staff and so do this and do that and do that. No, by his own life. So one of the most telling episodes in new life in the training period was, which is unforgettable, it was a cosmopolitan crowd, Christians, Zoroastrians, Iranis, Mohammedans, Sikhs. It's a mixture of people, Parsis and all that. So, there was one Sikh gentleman, very respected person from Kashmir, who was with us. He had come, he was with us in the training period. Long-time lover of Baba, would want to give his life for him. That's why he came, in spite of all the stipulations. So, one night, and uh, what happened was that all the men were herded together in a hut, a big hut, like as big as this, thatched, okay? Yeah, nothing plastered or anything And another place, another hut was for women, the four women. And for Baba, there was no such thing as a hut. There was a little tent, a very tiny tent, hardly, you, you can hardly sit and touch the, what do you call The uh, of it. peak oh. of it, yeah. I still remember that, and I had to pitch that tent every night for him, and it had a zip and a netting in the front, so for the air. You know. So when he entered that, he'd crawl into it. I'd zip it, and that's all. That will be his night rest, and I had to sleep outside, you know, open. So that's how it was. So some nights, some a week or two passed by. No, hardly, hardly a week must have passed by, not two weeks. So all of a sudden, Baba claps from inside. It's the dead of the night, my dear. And uh, I wake up and I go there and I open the zip and he crawls out of it. And he tells me it's, it's dark night, starry though. Let me see. You. Let me see what they are doing now. Means the companions. Uh, And each one, there is no question of Baba being the Lord and the ancient one and God and master and all, nothing of that sort. All are on equal level, equal footing, all are companions. So he said, Let's go and see the companions, what they are, are they well settled, are they sleeping or not. So I take him towards where the thatched hut was. He said, No, no, let's go this way. And we are going in an opposite direction, it has nothing to do with anybody there. So he's going, and it's still night, and all of a sudden we both hear <laughs> a sobs of somebody. Swaba so says, Do you hear anything? I said, Yes, yeah, somebody seems to be sobbing. So let's go. So we go further and further. Surely there was one of the companions. He was. Sobbing, Baba stood behind him and I told to him, I told him then, I said, Daulat Singh, Baba has come. He got up. He was terrified with the sight. He said, how could Baba come here at, that, at the wrong moment? Because we are not supposed to sob or cry or anything. We must have a smiling face under all calamities. So, Baba said, that tomorrow morning, you have to leave, leave us and go back to your place. And that made him cry loud like a child. And Baba says, see, again you are breaking the order. You have to obey the order with a smile. You had been sobbing and the order is given to leave because you were sobbing. Now you are crying. All this was there. So he said, "But I, I, but I've never, never, never cried before you. Ne- I, but you came to me in the darkness of the night." So yeah, I had to keep a watch over all this, not it? So that's how it was. <clears throat> in the morning, he was discharged. It was indeed a very touching sight yeah, because we all were so close together, close knit, you know, in companionship. It was, a, it was unbearable for us also. But we could not. We had to keep a smiling face. But he could not. And Baba comforted him and said that, You are not out of new life. I want you now to go back home and continue the new life from home. From your home. He was a doctor, medical person. And continuing new life means what? Life of beggary and helplessness and hopelessness. You stay at your place, in your house, and then go out begging and continue with that life speak the truth, keep a cheerful front, and beg. See, he goes there. And the family is very happy to see him. I forget now. Was it afterwards, that day, that morning? So yeah, I think it is that same morning when Baba says that I saw you weeping, I saw you sobbing and crying. So he says, but it was not not anything to do with new life. Whatever it be. No, but uh, 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 I I couldn't help it. What had happened, he explained, that just before Baba had pronounced his uh, phase of life called the new life, he had got his daughter engaged to a young man to be married at his place. And the wedding was to be on the 16th of October, but he was called some a week ahead to Merabat to join the group. So while he is leaving the house for good, mind you, it was for good to leave the house. So there was a little bit of sadness there and wailing and weeping and all that in the house and that is understandable but the daughter's word last words were oh, she runs to him clings to his coat his uh, dress and says are you really my father if you were, if you were to be my real father you wouldn't leave me like that just before my marriage so it means that you are my you're not my father but he resisted the, uh, the temptation and left those words that night were ringing loud in his mind and that's why he went out and was sobbing. That's what he told. He says, that's why I tell you, go back home, keep them happy, but continue new life from there. But the repercussions were horrible. They were well-to-do family. <clears throat> they had a stand in the society. So when they, when he goes there, they are happy to see him, but the daughter of course, has been informed and they are all happy and all that. And then she came back from her husband's home. And, uh, there was a real union and all that. But his lifestyle was changed. And how can anybody withstand such a thing? It's a slur on the family. And this, uh, So they begged of him to change the life. He said, don't do anything. We will give you, you beg from the house here. Why do you want to go out if you are says, nice? I have to go from place to place begging. But what will the society tell us? Oh, it is a reflection on the family. What will they think about us? That we have discarded you and you are led to begging like that? Let the world think whatever it, the world wants to. Have nothing to do with that. So he continued with that. Then they reported it to the, uh, the community people, you know, the Sikhs. They came, the elders came and tried to explain to him. nothing. Nothing, nothing could... Make him, nothing stopped him from doing that. The priests came in the way. Sikh priests. You know what Sikhs are? You know, with big turbans mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah. They are very orthodox people. So they came and tried, tried to bring some sense in it. No, I'm sorry. What happened is that family tried to explain all that. They then eventually said, best is that you don't return home. You go on begging on the streets if you want to, so that it, there is no slur on the uh, family yeah. You go, you, you yes, yes. One yes. You, are, you all are requested, this is what I tell you, take it seriously and take it for every time. Don't make acquaintance, don't give address, don't call other outsiders people to Merabah or Meraza. One person had come from Pune, that I saw some person, and I said he is not here. Must have left for America. So since morning he is here. Now I called him how you go back. He said I have a motorbike. So please avoid these things, you know. You can't give your American address. Don't don't call them to Meraba or Meraza. the best uh, Be very careful for this. Because you don't know which person is Buddha. They make pressure by you and sometimes they will harm you, that tremendously will affect. Thank you. Thank you. So, then what happened is that he is driven out from the family, uh, home. So, you please daddy or papa, you just leave us now. His son wouldn't want to have him at home. So, he's driven out. Society came there and they tried to explain and all this, nothing, they didn't want to accept him. Eventually, what happened was that uh, the priests tried to tell him because he's a Sikh gentleman, no Sikh goes begging. There's not a single Sikh who would go and beg like that. So he didn't listen to them. So he was driven out of the town. Yeah. So he goes out begging. He goes from one city, one village, one town, another. He continues his life, his new life, on his own, as ordered by Baba. That's how it was. And then years are passing by, and one fine day we are at a place called Satara and Baba is sitting with the few men, companions and he does like this and he tells me, who is sitting there on the culvert of the bridge there? So I said, I'll go and find out. So I go there and I saw that Daulat Singh is there, far away from his town and far away from Ammar Nagar and all that. I said, what happened Daulat Singh? He says, Baba here? I said, yes Daulat Singh, how are you here? So he started crying and I said, please don't cry again now and don't make, and don't make me cry now. He just, why are you here? So I said, I'm, you know, I'm going from place to place begging and all that. And he repeated this again. They drove, me, they drove me out of the house. The society drove me out. The priest told me to leave the town and all that. So I'm going from place to place. I said, all right, be seated there. Is Baba here? I said, yeah. And he sent me. So I go and report to him. So Baba said to me, go and fetch him, tell him to come and beg from him, beg from Baba. So he comes there and he puts his bowl there and says, I come here begging you for your love and for food. Baba gives him something and then makes him sit down. And then Baba says now, your new life is complete, I am happy with you. Now you go back home and resume your practice. No more begging, no more wandering, nothing. Go back home straight and resume your practice. So he goes back and, and he said, now that you have begged at, at my place with and I have given you in begging, your new life is complete. Go. Remember, that now it's my turn to come to your house and I'll see you one day at your place so he goes there is a lot of weeping and crying and heart-wrenching and all that our hearts were also there so we, we couldn't we, we had to control and all that and he leaves then when years another year passes by and we are in his hometown and we had forgotten about it Baba remembers that this is the town where Singh lived. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, come on, let's go. I promised him that I'll go there. So he goes. It's early morning. There, it was not difficult for us to find him out, find his house. Why? Because any, ask anybody, who is that sick gentleman who was begging on the streets? and They'll immediately show in the house. Jai Baba. Jai Baba. So there he came. And when he saw Baba, oh, what a meeting it was. He came running and he made him sit there and he was sitting by his feet and all that. Something. And Baba is happy to see him and said, Are you happy? Is your family happy? And they are all very happy. Because he started earning, he started living the lifestyle that they were used to. So that was that. In his fervor, Baba was there for nearly an hour and all that, inquiring and being concerned about the family affairs. Was in, and then he left. After we went a short distance, we see him running out of the house. And he says, how unfortunate I am. You came to my house. I didn't give you even a cup of tea or water even to drink. Please, please. Baba says, I have had my fill. Your love is so much fulfilling that there is nothing more for me to accept from you. I am happy, really happy. That's all. So that's the first Life member who was dismissed and had to live there. And likewise it goes on and on, so read the tales of new life.